Greetings, Duan. Greetings to you as well, Sir Momac. How does it go? How, how is it going? That's what I should say. It's going great, man. I'm supercharged for another episode. I think it's episode nine of Stirring That Pot. You gotta exactly. Do, you got to see me doing that stirring motion. It's, it's fantastic. It's amazing. It's the best stirring you've ever seen, boy. <laughs> I can imagine. You definitely um, have me beat in the cooking and culinary department for now. But, you know, I, too, put my hips into it. You know, you just got just to gotta ease on and put your hips into it. <laughs> Digging the energy. Speaking of which, no, that's, that's a terrible segue because it has nothing to do with what I was about to talk about. Um, but, of course, you know, since we did Christmas episode, now we're going to do the New Year's episode. I don't know. There's, I feel like there should be some horns or flutes or some shit going for the New Year's. But, yeah, let's ring in that New Year in together, man. Before that ball drops, we go and do it right here on Stirring the Pot. That's right. Now, to be honest, I'm going to try to stay awake for this New Year's in particular because I don't think I'm going to be working uh, Monday. So... I'll be able to bring in the new year, hopefully um, awake. We'll oh, see. That's cool. Cool, cool. Yeah, we'd like to see you awake, man. That means there's more, uh, more for us on Anchor to appreciate, right? More and more to want to hear all the time. That, that's fantastic. Right. How about you, man? Any, any plans you got in the works? Well, before we go, we go into New Year's plans, let, let me just recap Christmas, man. How was your Christmas? Was your Christmas all right? Did you, I know you had a little bit of a rough and tumble thing going on where you were supposed to work, get that OT in, and then freaking boss man shows up and just drags the whole operation down. So that kind of sucked. Yeah, yeah. My boss apparently is greedy for those hours, and he wants to work my hours. I'm like, well, you should have let me know earlier. You could have had it all to yourself, player. <laughs> oh man so i mean you know what that just gets me because everything's planned and shit and then nobody sticks to the plan it's like what's the fucking point anyway you might as well just throw darts at a you know time schedule or some shit like you know like damn because it sounds like he's gonna be taking it anyway whenever he feels like it and shit exactly and that's why i think this time around i'm not even going to elect to um ask him about new year's because if he if he thinks he's gonna try to call me on Sunday, asking, can I work Monday? No, that's not happening. That's right. That's right. You let him know. Shoot. We ain't going to get, we're going to ring in this new year right. Not like that. Fucking, he's he going to know who he's dealing with, man. Got to have some respect for the people that, you know, because you, you're keeping everybody happy. You're keeping everything running right there. So they got to have some respect for that. Exactly. And, you know, I, I mean, I would like to get those hours, but at the same time, uh, Ooh, wee, the way my last weekend went, it was kind of rough. So Christmas for me, uh, I spent majority of the time working. Then when I got off, uh, pretty much, it was very uneventful. Got home, watched some shows. <laughs> I really didn't do anything, really, uh, with my traditional Christmas style. But I had to pay. Sounds like yeah. you having your little uh, holiday celebration going on early over there. What's all that crackling, man? Man, you, you, you wish you were money, but no, it's not that. It's, uh, I got to repair some curtains. We could get into that some other time. Uh, it's a disaster, man. I, I just turned into like, you know, these things are probably made in some country like Romania where people are doing shit by hand. And boy, I'm, I'm there stringing up 
these current thingies, but oh, it's crazy, it's crazy. But <laughs> let's talk about Christmas a little bit because I have a little anecdotal thing about what happened to me in Christmas. Dude, I do not believe the stereotypes, but you will, you will understand what I'm talking about in a second. So come Christmas, you know what I got to do. You got to, not the family, my mom's is back in Romania, whatever, you know, right. it's been a while. So I, I do the Skype, you know, I do the Skype in, see whatever's going on, you know. So I catch her and one, two rings. I'm like, cool, all right, I catch her on the Skype, videos up. She's like, oh, I thought you was blah, blah, blah. I see you. I'm like, hey, mom, what's going on? Merry Christmas. Oh, wait, I have something to show you. I'm like, oh, you got something to show me. That's great. Who, who's there? Who's over there? Dude, I thought she was going to introduce me to some long, long rest relative who came for the holidays and shit. Yeah. But she showed me the fucking sausage. She's like, look at here. We're uh, the sausage. Uh, <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I'm like, the sausage is who you got to bring up the Romanian sausage. So it's true. The stereotypes are true. That's all she was thinking about. She's like, here we're cooking. We're cooking the sausage right now. I'm like, oh, my God. I wish I had smell of vision. But um, there's no smell of vision on Skype. So she got me. She got me. I was like, oh, man. But um, obviously, their they're, family over there is good and all that stuff. So yeah. It, it, it was a good call, but I couldn't believe that, you know, everything is true about Romanians. They got to have that sausage. And um, I'm afraid to call for New Year's because they're going to be like, ah, oh, we're going to mail you the sausage. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck the me. sausage was heavily featured on our previous episode, as you all may know. And we all wanted some of that damn sausage from Momac being so enthusiastic about it. Yeah, I got to tell you, man, they might, I might have to start a Romanian. But why we got to talk about sausage all the time? I feel like, oh, my God, that's the only thing y'all going to know about this Romanian fool over here is the sausage. So skip the sausage and let's get on to the show. <laughs> I was just getting hungry, even though I'm stirring up this uh, American disgusting hamburger helper right here. Oh, we love hamburger helper. Are you kidding me, man? I'm, I'm, I just got some, uh, you know, ground uh, beef myself. I'm going to be looking at making some lasagna. What? Retribution? Yes. Check out, you know, wait for the, I'm going to be throwing it up on Instagram just because I know I got to nail this damn recipe. Well, we know you will, and we will all look forward to seeing that delicious uh, concoction on your plate. Well, speaking of concoctions and what's coming up, Duan, what is happening with you for the new year? I mean, what are your plans? Since you brought it up a little bit earlier, besides work, what else you got going on? To be honest with you, um, if I don't do the work, which I hopefully don't, I think I want my boys to stay over or, or, or more of the kids. I don't know what, what the plan is going to be with the other kids, but have them stay over for the night since, uh, you know, pretty much. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, they're off of school. So they're still off of school. So. Well, that's nice. They're still off of school. That's perfect. Yeah. Did they get how, how, how far did they get for it? I want to say like January 8th, they go back or some sometime around there. So, yeah, give a little slack from the mom. I know she's been uh, been having them pretty much the whole week and, and whatnot with them having the Christmas vacation. Well, we all love these kids, but as a parent, you're like, oh, shit, they're going to be here all fucking week. Oh, but yeah, I can't love you. Yeah, that's rough, though. When when you, we're talking about uh, five of them, you know, going, you know, after uh, three, four days, that gets a little bit rough, a exactly. little bit rough, especially when, you know, they got all the treats and whatever into. Oh, my God. And it's yeah. so cold. They can't go out. Oh, my God. Yes, yeah, it's, it's unfortunate. It's a grind. But yeah, that that actually would be a plus. That would be kind of fun to uh, stay up with them for that. But the only disadvantage is that 
with Sunday, I'm going to be working pretty much. And I'm going to get off at like uh, probably like seven or something. So I'm going to get home like seven o'clock. So. Oh, it's already late. Oh, man. Yeah, it's going to be rough. I don't know. And if they are they used to staying up later every now and again, like on weekends? Or is it going to be one of those things where it's going to be like, uh oh, we're going to have them drifting off into La La Land. They actually do like to stay up late if I let them. So I'll probably allow it this time if they if they can journey that long. We'll see. That's sweet, man. That reminds me of like the early days when, uh, you know, being like when I can remember back, back, back. Way back when, you know, hanging out with the parents on New Year's when I was a little kid and stayed up late to see the show and everything. Yeah, it's cool. It's a good time. It's a good time. It's a good look for the kids. Yeah, Mo Mac, honestly, man, I don't think I've done something for New Year's probably since, like, I was a teenager. It just, I I I don't know, just never. New Year's is not a holiday I take serious. Oh, no, I I totally feel you because it's like, what's what's happening? It's just another day. Okay, you got the ball drop. You got this whole ceremonious thing. But since it's not tied to anything religious, you know, it's just it just seems like a a good reason to have a party. I'm like, all right, no, let's have a party. It makes sense to me. Why not? Why not? You know, and uh, I've never been big on New Year's resolutions or any of those things. So I totally feel you when you say that stuff, man. It's like, meh, big whoop. You know, I mean, I get it. I understand the intention implied with the resolutions. It's a chance for you to try to do something different or do something more of what you didn't get a chance to do enough of. But ultimately, you know, a lot of people, they they get the gym membership and they have the gym membership for a little while. Then they cancel it and they get their Netflix back and then they go to their fast food. And before you know it, they just chilling at the house. So it's a it's something that you have to it has to be already in motion you know the idea like let's say the typical one losing weight you have to kind of be have this motivation in you prior to the new year's resolution if anything you probably should have certain goals within that working out you know yeah definitely i mean it's not something that you could do overnight and um the real truth to all of that is that, you know, if you're going to make your goal and it's going to be like a big ass goal. Yeah, it's 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 easy to see it crumble in like three weeks In three weeks. If you go so hard, you know, it's not maintainable. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I mean, I don't know that many people that make resolutions. But from what I've heard, like you said, with the gym memberships, get you know, get everybody, you know, getting suckered into that nice new gym membership price and shit, never canceling and they just letting it run out and whatnot. It just seems like a formula for disaster, actually. It seems like a formula for disaster. Yeah, you know, and I have my my uh, beefs with the gym also and the the idea of it, you know, it's like that that subway thing, you know, like people say, oh, I'm going to eat Subway. Like, it's a healthier choice, but they still load it up with all the bullshit. And they, So it's basically, they're going to Burger King, pretty much. And I think the gym, for me, a lot of people, they say they're going to the gym, is supposed to imply that, you know, like, I'm doing something. It's like, not really. I've seen plenty of people at the gym just on their phone, taking selfies and <laughs> not really actually working out enough. And, oh, the, oh my yeah. God! The gym is probably the worst place. I mean, you know what? Unless you get to to one of those real ass gyms where people, or you see a trainer, maybe somebody that's going to make you work. Right, but, right. But I, I could even imagine those people lazy, you know. And I mean, if you don't come in there with a plan, it's so easy to get distracted. So easy to get distracted, or even worse, overwhelmed. Or take this third point. 
I didn't even think about, but you got these two things working against you. Say you've never done it before, right? So you got that part where you're like kind of new to everything. So you don't have a system worked out. Mm -hmm. You first got to drive there. Then you got to change. So all that stuff takes time. Then you got to, you know, when you leave, you got to change out, take a shower, change out and get back to wherever you're going. So that takes you all out of your way. And that sounds like an extra at least 20 minutes, if not more. Right. And then on top of all that, you're new, you don't know what you're doing, so you don't know what weights to do, what plan to follow, blah, blah, blah. So all this time, you're wasting time trying to set that up. But guess what? That equipment ain't all for you. Every other motherfucker's trying to do the same thing. So talk about, you know, waiting in line for shit. So most of the time, you're not doing any work at all. You're just standing around, you know? Right. So it's going to be easy. Yeah, I'd rather look at my phone or something in that moment. And then you even waste more time. You get even more distracted. Fuck it, man. The, that whole routine is going to be just a bunch of like lollygagging is what, what they call it, I think. And I think this ties into social media as well, because social media has made it so addictive to kind of show what you are doing rather than you actually being in the moment and doing it, you know? Especially now, like, people do the, they'll take the, the selfie of, like, the cardio machine they're on and how much calories they're burning. And you see them for a little while, but they kind of stop. They kind of stop doing it. And then it's, in a way, social media is so kind of, like, brutally honest in ways that people don't really realize to the point where you can see this person working out. They're doing it straight. Everything else they're posting to eat clean, eat fresh. They have all these uh, videos they find. And then you start to slowly see a little change. You start seeing them going out to eat at this fast food restaurant and this and that place. And you start to slowly not see the working out as much. And you see more of them doing that. And before you know it, you don't even really see it on the timeline anymore. (laughs) You know what? I'm laughing. I know this is true because this was me last fucking year, bro. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit, that's my, you looking at me. That's my freaking January right there. I know I had some cardio machine pictures of, like, calories burned, things trying out, eating healthy and shit, and, you know, the fucking workout gear and stuff. And slowly and slowly that all faded away. And, you know, next thing you see, it's, like, fucking beer pictures. You see some, <laughs> some steaks cooking and all this other stuff swapped out for, what, the gym and healthy stuff. So, yeah, man, we all of us, all of us could easily roll down that road, man. How oh, yeah. And we all kind of have to some degree, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, definitely with all the good intentions and w- what comes back to it. I mean, you know, what's funny? Everybody picks working out as one of the things because I think it's the easiest. It's the easiest thing for anybody to achieve. Right. Right. Most of the time, anybody could achieve some kind of exercise. And to be honest with you, we all should be doing some kind of exercise just to maintain a level of cardiovascular, you know, integrity and strength because we're all getting weaker and older as we grow older. There's exactly. no doubt about that, right? So we all need to do it. And the funny thing is we all hate doing it. That's what it seems like, you know? So mm-hmm. I think I think the, the key to this is making that flip in the in the brain somehow from going from we hate doing it to, oh, man, I can't wait to get to that workout today, you know? If you could figure that out, like how to make just make that switch – and don't try to knock yourself into something really long and hard. I think that's the way to achieve it. Like, I love the fact that you're doing just push-ups. Just, it sounds easy. Just, oh, just push-ups. That's all he's doing, just push Dude, just push-ups. That is, you're working out your core, your chest, your upper body. I mean, and doing a couple of sets so you get your 100 push-ups a day, whatever it is, mm-hmm. whenever you find time. Genius. 
genius because all you need is the floor on your body that's all you need you know what a what great way to save time and actually get the exercise in it's it's, it's genius and you know what mo mac that is a great indicator that you are trying to do something about it with no equipment starting oh. at the home doing oh. it every, like you seven minute workout right a lot of people, they think they, they love to show that Planet Fitness badge. Mm-hmm. They love to show the Planet Fitness this and that. But you realize they ain't really putting in the work. They yeah. just got the membership. That's it. I mean, you personal trainer or not. Um, see, when you got that gym shit, you can easily skip out on it, right? You can say, oh, I got this to do. I got that to do. I got right. this to do. I got that right. to do. But when you're home... And you that that reality that that harsh true reality when you got all the time in the world what you doing watching Netflix watching YouTube on the phone as well as on the TV yeah eating that food oh I don't feel like cooking let me go order this and let me oh let me buy this something quick and before you know it that's that's how that's how it hits you oh my that's god. How- you, 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 you just you just summed it up and how it all goes and the other thing is if you can't even do something like the seven minute workout at home, you know, like if you can't commit to that easy thing, right? It's just seven minutes. It's at home. It doesn't take that much time out of your day. How are you going to figure that you're going to do the gym? I mean, I think it's much easier to fall into the seven minute workout and try to keep that consistent for a while instead of wasting right. money on the gym, right? Because all right. it is, it, you know, it's just a free app and then you just got to put in the work for seven, seven fucking minutes, right? Like, oh my God, who, who doesn't have these seven minutes? Shit. I mean, and, um, I could, oh, wait. Oh, my bad. Say, you go ahead. I was going to say, well, you can put the phone down right now, me and you. Wait for this, this whole podcast to freaking upload or whatever they do on the Magic Anchor back and do that seven-minute workout in the meantime. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> like, that's, that, you know, you, what? You're just going to stare at your phone? I mean, come on now, right? Like, let's try to figure out a way to squeeze that into everything else you're doing during the day. It's not that hard. And on top of that, the people who are working out at home, you're more – you're more you, it's easier to transfer to that gym when you get there because you already know what you need to do. It ain't no time to play games. You're there on the mission. You ain't there to um, share your location. You're there to just just get it in. You know, not caring about sharing that location, checking the hashtag, see how much people fuck all that. You need to work out. Healthy yes. growth is in effect. Yes, and you know how you're doing the walking? Check that out. Doing the walking. Oh, it's not doing much. Doing the walking or whatever. Well, I did the biking instead, right? I haven't, I haven't, this is what, it's funny how it just falls over to other stuff. So I started, um, you know, just picking up some biking for, uh, just do it during lunch. 30 minutes, whatever I got during my lunch hour to try to get, you know, something. So it'd be like eight, 10 miles. Ain't, ain't that much biking, you know, just something recreational, two, three times a week is how I started for like four weeks. I moved it up to almost every day. But the reason I bring this up is doing the biking, right? I went from biking. eh. So I did it for four four or five weeks. And then I said, oh, let me try running. And running was super hard and awful for me before. But Mm -hmm. because I did the biking, guess what? My legs were strong. Guess what? My cardio was up there. Like I wasn't like huffing and puffing. I did a run. I was like, oh, shit, I'm doing way better than I did in high school even, you know what I'm saying? Because I had that prep that I didn't even know I was achieving. So if you do anything, even that seven-minute workout, you're already getting yourself a base level and you're ready to, you know, take that next jump up, right? You got the base, the foundation set so you could take that next leap because otherwise you go into the gym, you're doing shit like for 
like five minutes and you're like, oh my God, this just kicked my ass. I yeah. can't do this, right? Like, you're going to be like, oh no, I don't want to go back. You're going to be sore for three days, all that stuff. So making that base level investment of fitness is such a great thing. I totally agree. And I was totally in that same position. Prior to doing those long walks that I was doing, Man, when I used to hit the stairs at work, I would run up the stairs. Woo, it felt so. My knees felt like they was about to buckle. Mm. But now I fly up them stairs. It's, 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 it's just easy now. It's like I could just feel like my body and my legs are just attuned to that sort of activity now. And that's what gets you more motivated. And that's the, that's the, that's the, most, that's the most fucked up thing about working out, right? It's until you get those results you don't really see the reason to keep doing it. And sometimes those results are not immediate. It's not like you instantly go from um, the Professor Clump to Buddy Love. You know, I had to do the, uh, what, what movie was that? Damn, I can't think of it. Uh, gee, I forgot the name of the movie too, but uh, it's, yeah. Everybody oh, know. Everybody know. They, yeah. <laughs> I just lost my black card, literally. In front Eddie of Murphy, everybody. I mean, come on, what was it? <laughs> Uh, no, if I search it on IMDb, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's what it is. Man, we're losing our memory, though. Nutty Professor. Nutty Professor. professor. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Saved it. Saved it. Wow. Neural connections. Ooh. You just got like 500 neural connections right there, Duan. Good for you. Good for you. Oh, Bring that my back. goodness. Yeah, Bring. faith is restored. Ooh. But, yeah, a lot of people, they think they're going to get those abs, you know? Like, they work out for a month, and they're just going to get them chiseled abs. It's like... Man, you got to have realistic goals, okay? You, you don't know your body type. You, know your, you don't know your genetics. Just lose that weight and maintain that. Try to, try to get to a goal weight and try to maintain it. You know, yeah. this, all that other shit. <laughs> you know, I got to laugh at this. You know why I'm laughing? Let's talk about this. Let's talk about this shit uh, for a little bit. Yes, the Instagrams, what do they show you? They show you the abs. I've seen chicks with amazing abs. Women, yes. amazing abs. Women, I almost feel sorry for these girls because I'm like, all right, it's nice that you, you could show them off and you got them and you work extra hard from them. I'm yeah. not even sure that that's that healthy for women because, I mean, you need like probably if you work out the abs hard and you already got like a good muscular uh, corset over there, abs showing, you need at least 14% probably or a little bit less body fat to have that. And for women, that's hard, man. That's like, ooh, that is like very low, low, super low and dangerously low body fat. Not dangerously, but, um, you know, to the point where, you know, things, it's just, it's not that healthy for your body, you know. Like women right. are supposed to have like that 20%, a little bit, you know, more because just, it's just the way their bodies are set up. But what I wanted to say about this app thing is, yeah, it looks great in those pictures, but motherfuckers, unless... You walk around the house naked most of the time. The other 90% of the time you spend out there in, uh, in, in the real world, nobody's going to see those abs. Nobody's even going to see them, you know, even guys. So I think working for that low body, per, you know, unless you're a, a fashion model that has to have that as part of your job, it's not really necessary. It's not right. necessary. I say, look, eat healthy, eat, you know, like whole foods, I, you know, vegetables, Stuff, you know, that's not coming out of a box, not processed, you know. Instead of the, the, the flake potatoes, the one, you're familiar with those flake potatoes? Don't do the flake potatoes. Get the regular <laughs> potatoes, right? You get the regular potatoes, you eat those. Uh, and you're, you're definitely going to look and tighten up over time. But the, 
the more important thing is, I think, is do the work to build up the muscle underneath that, and you'll just fit better in clothes. And that's ultimately what you want to have, you know? Like, go for the better legs, the better arms, you know, the big muscle groups that when you work out, you immediately see the results because you burn up more, you know, the more muscle you recruit, the more energy you need to recruit that muscle. So you're going to mm -hmm. slim down regardless, but you're also going to build that muscle up when you're eating the food afterwards. So it's a win-win. I, I say people focus on that because I got to tell you, I've seen women that are thin with the abs and women that got a little bit more fat on them, but that work out and they got the muscle underneath to shape everything. And boy, let me tell you, the girls that are little like heavier skin wise they got thicker skin because there's more fat there mm -hmm. but the but the shape is nice the shape is nice that's what's <laughs> more important that ratio from hip to waist Ooh, i'm gonna tell you something that's what really matters that's what you know piques my interest because i ain't gonna see abs you know under the clothes they're wearing you know what i'm seeing but i'm gonna see them jeans from the back that's a good look. That's a good look. That <laughs> <laughs> That's a good look. Oh, man. Sorry, I was just thinking back to the early 2000s. Remember, they used to have them pants that, like, they tore the top off. There was no top. It was just, like, a little bit to the – anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were, they were super low, low cut. Like, oh, my God, that was a good look. Yeah, what happened to that? Ladies, bring that back. Bring I hope that it back comes for back. 2018. <laughs> <laughs> what, we, what, what we need to see in 2018 that's right that's right Them, like uh, you know and the zipper's only like one inch is basically just but that's all it goes <laughs> speaking of throwback you remember that y2k bug craze man oh yeah let's go there because i i said 2000 let's go back there man the biggest the biggest what was the biggest new year's you ever remember was probably that freaking 1999 to 2000 Y2K deal and um yeah man i definitely remember that cuz something kind of amazing happened uh to me during that time and it wasn't cuz it happened to me it was just like a regular old year to me i'm like yeah whatever the mm -hmm. y2k thing i was actually working at um i was actually working like i was in college but i was working at the back office of this bank uh, and they definitely had that Y2K thing on the radar. You know, everybody was like, oh, no, computers won't start up and all this stuff. And I'm like, all right, whatever, man, because they can't handle the date. You know, it was like the way the date was formatted or something in whatever kind of language and shit that they were yeah. using to program. And they were like, oh, no, when when the new date comes up, they're going to think it's 1990 and everything will crash. But <laughs> you, you, nothing happened. It was like the next day, everything was OK. I think there might have been like a stock market dip. <laughs> the day before but afterwards it was like all right it jumped right back up because nothing bad happened it was hilarious actually yeah i can remember because you know i live in minnesota and my friends and i were like man we about to go up to the mall of america leave it because it's gonna be a riot up there we're gonna get a bunch of stuff <laughs> a riot <laughs> <laughs> some reason we thought they were just gonna you know riots everywhere but of course nothing happened it was it was just so underwhelming it kind of reminds me of like that al capone bank you remember that safe and uh, Geraldo, I forget the dude's name. Uh, Geraldo Rivera, yeah, 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 yeah. He went down there to check it, and you know it was nothing in there. <laughs> but they hyped it up like it was supposed to be some, you know, crazy stuff in there. 
I love that stuff. I love that stuff. Yeah, they're always trying to hype things up, man, because that's what gets you innovated. And yeah, Geraldo Rivera was infamous for that sort of shit. That sensational sensationalism is, I think, what they called it. Right. But but you know what what happened to this is the funny thing that happened to me. What didn't happen to me? It actually happened to a friend of the family. Right. So my dad had a had a friend, and his son was about my age. So we kind of grew up around the same time. And that family ended up moving away from the city. So they were in the city all, uh, all uh, like up to two years before the Y2K, right? So this guy, we're, we're going to call him uh, John. All right. He wanted, and this is the interesting thing, he flew back from Arizona to the East Coast. And um, like my mom and dad put him up, you know, I was out the house, already moved into the, with the girlfriend by that time, you know, because I'm dirty like that. But, you know, I let him chill, you know, in the, in the house. I was like, yo, he had my room and everything. And I don't know how it worked out because he was like six, four and I'm like five foot nothing. So I don't know how <laughs> he fit into the bed. His, his feet must have been hanging out. But that's all right. So he came back to see his friends three guys and hang out with them for Y2K, man. And this kid must have come. So it must have been like, you know, we were in college. He must have been summer, no, winter vacation, same same deal. I think he came back here for like maybe a week ahead of time, you know, checking out the city and all this stuff, right? And yeah. I was like, yeah, cool, man. I didn't even see the guy. And then it was, I think, I think New Year's Eve was on a Saturday. Yeah, I think it was a Saturday. Dude, midday Saturday, I get a call from him. And he's like, yo, all my friends ditched me. They all... <laughs> they all like all his wow. friends that he was supposed to hang out with blood brothers all had different things going on that night like nah man i can't see you i'm with this girl or some other dude has some other part i don't even remember the excuses but what ended up happening is he didn't get to see any of the boys he was meant to see that night you know so i was like yo just come come me and my girlfriend we're going to a party come along it'd be cool man he was, he's a cool kid he's a cool kid <coughs> all that mm-hmm. stuff but I, I was like, man, how disappointing is that? You fly all this way to see people that you was boys with in high school, man. But two years go by and they're like, yeah, sorry. You know, have a nice life. Why, peace out, Y2K without you, you know. <laughs> like, that was supposed to be the biggest one. And he wanted to celebrate and be there. You know, if it was the end of the world, right? Like, if it was the end of the world, <laughs> I'm going to be with my boys. Nobody wanted to see him. I mean, man. And that's just how it goes, you know, like, I feel like that's, you know, like we say shit like that happens on social media and people should be, you know, wary of relationships on social. It, this shit could happen anywhere, man, because people are people. Everybody's, right. everybody's concerned with their own shit, you know, like eventually, <clears throat> eventually you're going to fall out of favor with each other, man. It's just it's just normal and natural, I think. And it was sad. It, it taught me a lesson. I was like, oh damn man you gotta i mean you gotta be really really sure when you invest in somebody like that or when you invest in your plans with somebody like that that they're gonna be your ride or die because if there's any doubt you might as well just be upfront about it and be like yo you know because that was the big disappointing part you know if everybody was ahead of time i'm sure they would have still been friends if they were like yeah i don't know what i'm gonna do for new year's i was planning to do x y and z so don't waste your time coming up here man you know Mm -hmm. what i'm saying but you know, I don't know. Nowadays, it's got to be different, right? People going to Skype in for New Year's or who knows what. So it might be a whole different story. Because with your phone, you can bring somebody with you anywhere you are. So I don't see right. that much of a problem. It's like a different situation nowadays. Yeah. And to be honest with you, I, yeah, like you said, I think they ain't really want to mess with dude anyway. Because 
you know, they could have invited him or something, but obviously dude must have kind of made it a little uncomfortable for them. And, you know, that type of just talked about this today on Anchor, the uh, pro-social lies and the anti-social lies. They were kind of pro-social lies with them. Just like, oh, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, you can come. Yeah. Knowing damn well they weren't going to be doing shit, but at least you was able to lend a hand out. But yeah, like you said, it can happen like that. I've had friends in the past that now I know them basically on Facebook timeline. That's how I see them. And to a certain degree, that's kind of comfortable for me in a, in a messed up way. Because <laughs> we just, and we, you just grow apart. Like you were saying, he went to move to a different state or whatever. And there's years that pass. It's just shit changes. Friends change. Hobbies change. Interests change. And you can still be cool with people. But if y'all don't have that bond, there's really no way you can kind of recreate that, you know? Yeah, and there's sometimes there's no reason to, you know what I'm saying? If, like, you guys are mutually beneficing, beneficially, whatever, each other, right, supporting each other, it's just a waste of time to keep that relationship alive. I mean, it's a different story where you see each other every day. Right. Like, yeah, that person means something <clears throat> to you. But you know what? If you don't get to see them at all, like they're not in your life then yeah man it's kind of like yo forget about it you know like forget about it this there's, there's no point in making something work that's dead it, it, there's just no point to it and i love the way that you brought it up between the the you know the social lies because you're right everybody lies sometime you know what i'm saying i mean shit my whole instagram feed it might be a whole damn lie most of the time <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying? But with filters and shit, like, you never know. It's got to be something that's, like, not 100% there. Oh, yeah. I think all of us naturally look for that best picture that we can take, even though we can't, you know, a person sees you for real, they just see you. Uh, This just happened to me recently with a female. Um, It was interesting. Like, she kind of can take pictures away where it was like, ooh, but then she had a full body picture. I was like, ooh. <laughs> Wait, back the truck up. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. Is this your cousin? Damn, it's like you two different people. <laughs> oh, man. Is it, but why she put it out there? That's good, though. She want, she want to be like, yo, there's some real shit here sometimes. You know, but hey, some girls can work the crop. You know, when they work that crop just right, ooh, it looks oh, amazing. Yeah. It looks amazing. Oh, yeah. You're like, wow. She, because. You know, that's what I noticed about me, too, now that maybe I've gotten older or something. must be something with age. Like, my face is still kind of skinny compared to the rest of my body, which I got to do something about. <laughs> my, my, gut, my gut, like, went way ahead. I'm like, yo, well, I don't know what's better. Have the gut catch up or I don't know. I don't know what the hell is going to be better. <laughs> don't you hate when that happens? Like, damn, man, be proportionate with my body now. Nah, fuck it, man. Just do selfies from the neck up. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> right. Just keep them from the neck up until, but let's be real. Let's talk about this, Duan. I don't do resolutions as, uh, um, you know, for New Year's, but come New Year's, come January 1st, I got no choice because I started my diet bet, man. I started my diet bet. Oh, now, yeah. I, I'm glad you're talking about weight and stuff because... Obviously, some, that's probably something we could all improve on. And if it's not weight, because that's easily measurable. But like you said, getting get the exercise, right? Being just being healthier, doing the stuff that's right to make this body last so much longer, right? Um, so come January 1st, I'm weighing in and I'm, I'm going to lose 4% in four weeks. That's the deal. 4% in four weeks of my body weight. 
All right, man. We're going to hold you accountable here and stirring the pot, man. You better not be cutting no bullshit on us, man. Nah, man. I got to do pictures from start to finish. Weigh-ins, you know, everything going to be verified. We're talking about, like, let's hypothetically speaking, let's say I weigh 180, which I might or might not weigh right now. Mm-hmm. So, so we're looking at 4% of that is um, uh, quick math, I don't know, of like uh, 8 pounds or some shit like that, right? Mm-hmm. So 8 to 10 pounds is what I'm looking to lose in 4 weeks. And um, it's, it's actually doable. It's doable. I've done it before. But um, this time I'm, I'm, I'm going to do it but extend it, you know, I'm going to extend it going forward. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's actually, here's the plan. Let me lay it down for you. This is what I'm going to do. And let me see if you approve. Number one, I'm going to do what you're doing. Number one is water. That's going to be my drink, my go-to drink. Cause nothing hydrates like water. We don't need no unicorn piss. We don't need no all fancy smart water, blah, 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 blah. Just water, right. man. I'm just doing water, cutting out the beer. No calories from whatever I drink. That's the deal. Number one. Number one. I'm gonna save. I'm gonna save so many calories by just doing that. Is is it's a shameful to be honest with you. That's shameful. But that's what I'm gonna do. So you're already doing that, which is great. Good on you. And to tell you the truth, it also saves you a lot of fucking money. So. You know, oh yes, yes it does. What about that? You know, I'm not trying to put more money into making myself. I'm actually getting money back in my pocket by doing that, right? So that's number one. Number two, just do a couple of meals, man. I'm not going to get complicated with the food, but I'm going to just have a couple of go-to things that I knock out the park. Like breakfast, I'm going to have my, you know, things that revolve around protein. You know, two eggs, maybe a little bit of cheese, blah, blah. Boom. You know, with tofu or something like that, that's going to be my morning thing, man, and spinach. Um, You know, lunch is going to be mostly like this uh, whole wheat pasta with tuna fish, Something, something, tomato mm-hmm. sauce, man, just these go-to things, man. And just like throw on some asparagus on the side, all these things. And just a couple of meals that I could bang out, have ready, easy to do, easy to go portable, not too much cooking, like not difficult things to do. Right. That's my number two thing. So I got the meal set up water, these easy meals. The, the third thing I'm going to do is I'm not going to eat too many fucking carbs. And you know why carbs? Not because they're that bad for you, but everything that has carbs in it is high-density calories, man. Slice of bread, almost any slice of bread is 80 to 120 calories. Chocolate anything, you're looking at 150 calories to 300 calories, like a chocolate bar or some shit like that. Like, almost anything that has carbs in it just has a lot of motherfucking calories. Mm -hmm. So that's the trick with staying away from carbs, man. Like, if you don't eat that, but you eat, um, let's say... Uh, vegetables, which are carbs, true, but they're also some protein and sometimes fat. Yo, you have vegetables or beans in, instead in that mix. Oh, <clears> my God. You're going to be golden, man. You're going to be golden. There's, there's no way to mess it up. So that's what I'm going to do. And the, and the last part about that one is I'm actually going to use um, an app called – the fuck is it called? Jeez, um, I forgot the name now. But it's one of these calorie tracking apps. It's not calories uh, on purpose. It tracks more stuff than just calories. But if I use that as well to just put in the stuff that I'm eating during the day, there's going to be no doubt that, you know, I could measure my calories in versus calories out, you know, because that's what I'm going for, man. I'm going to make it scientific. Yeah. And, and I'm going to miss a day, skip a day. But you know what? If I'm, seeing, if I'm tracking it, ain't going to be no surprises. Like, right. oh. 
oh, I had three Snickers bars yesterday. Oh, whoops, I forget. Because that's what happens, man. And you gotta, you gotta kind of follow that thing, man. Like people, my my wife always says, yeah, you always see the fat kid with the candy bar in his mouth, right? But you see skinny people doing the exercise. So you gotta be either or. You gotta make the choices to be the skinny person. You gotta do those things. And yeah, if you're in the candy bar, guess what? You're gonna be the fat people. So I'm not trying to judge. I'm not, but you know, if you wanna be the other person, you, you got to do what the other people are doing. So, you know, right. you might not be there day one, but you're eventually going to get there. And, and that's what's exciting about this, this upcoming year. It's going to be a great year, man. It's going to be a great, fantastic 2018. Oh, my God, 18. Yeah, you definitely sound excited and enthusiastic about it. And hopefully you do get those gains and results. And, and it uh, gets you, you know, in that mode to just continue to strive to uh knock those pounds out well you know you're halfway there the one i mean probably more than halfway there you're already into freaking pants that you know i'm i'm like dreaming of i got a whole set of pants <laughs> that's how we're gonna work the the real you know that's how it's gonna be the real uh, like how i'm winning you know i'm gonna put on pants take a picture of pants i can't zip up mm-hmm. and then at the end you know by mid-year i'm gonna be like yo these pants are falling off dude that's gonna be the that's gonna be my su- success story for the new year but besides that, I mean, what other plans do you have going off in the new year, man? Uh, are we trying to take stirring the pot to the next level? Are we? What are we doing, man? What else are we doing? What's what are there? You got any goals for me? Uh, I think for 2018, our stirring the pot episodes, we should have 50 minutes of us just literally stirring the spoon in a pot. The audio <laughs> will catch on. People will love it. No. <laughs> 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 that, that, they're uh, like damn they really stirring that pot like, god they keep on stirring that pot man we just have <laughs> that that like slave music in the background of conan pushing the freaking thing uh, yeah but no. definitely i think uh we'll have some some uh guests on the show you know guests on the show have a couple more for 2018 that should be fun um i like that i like that I yeah. already, I already got some people that I want here, man. I already know some people that I want to see on this show. It'd be so much fun talking with them. Right, and also too, um, once I get my computer situation set, I want to take that editing, the editing process to the next level. So Ooh. I will be doing some custom beats for stirring the pot, and it, it should be fun. Oh man, now I'm excited. Now you got me excited, man. I can't wait to hear some of that creativity pop into this show Ooh, it's gonna be hot as hell yeah a couple of months it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be a a, a a different atmosphere on the station a lot of stuff that's we you're familiar with but some stuff that you're gonna have to get used to all right and now now what do you think well let me put this out there so we got some of these plans and all this stuff it's all good and gravy but what if imagine this what if anchor isn't even around for midway 2018, man. Let me ask you this. What are your thoughts about that? Because, you know, we got people out there always talking about how Anchor's going to blow up. It's going to implode. There's all this shit going on. So, um, you know, it's like any other social app. So we could talk about it. You know, what do you think? Is it going to make it or not? Um, In the event that Anchor was to go away, I think <laughs> my next project and goal would be video. Mm. I think video would be the next calling in a way because I think if Anchor went away, 
man, it was just like what other audio apps experiences is like Anchor. Not really that much. I mean, some sort of have that. But I think if anything, I would take like, let's say stirring the pot. I would take that into like a um, an environment where like, because I heard of this thing called ClearCast. Okay. And I, and I heard the quality is really good, but I do see it cost some money and shit. Like I would look into that, you know, like when I get my money straight to where, you know, that premium quality could be a possibility for stirring the pot um, and continuing that like there um, in the event, like something was to happen to Anchor or whatnot. Because you don't know what could happen with Anchor, like you just stated. I mean, even like feature, they can, they can have a feature that could just kind of kill the experience coming up. Who knows? But yeah, it's interesting to think about um, Anchor's progress and it, with its continuing path of success um what exactly is the five-year plan for anchor man i don't even have any clue of what their five-year plan is i gotta tell you i don't have but let's talk about let's talk about what we do know let's talk about the switch over from anchor one to anchor two which happened in 2018 because i know that's what everybody going on anchor at least on anchor is going to talk about man so in your opinion did they do did they do the switch over right meaning did they make it so that they didn't turn off, you know, most of the old old users and they were able to bring back <coughs> or not bring back, but bring up some new users in the process? Because that's that's actually interesting to me. Like, how do you do that? You know, when you're like in the product and you re Yo, man. Well, you got some Frankenstein shit going on over there. You're like, give <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, some bodies. Creep a little plate out of the uh, cabinet, man. <laughs> Sound like you were breaking some some glass over somebody's head or something. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm 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 violent free today. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. But do you think, like, honestly, do you think they did like when, if, like, say you were in charge of Anchor and you were going to be like, hmm, I'm gonna change up this whole app. I feel like they did such a good job bringing it over from, like, let me be the guy who says it. I, I think they did such a good job going from one version one to version two. I think they did an amazing job. Even day one, you know, like the way the rollout went, which let me remind people, you was part of that early rollout edition of Angus mm -hmm. 2.0. So you want to talk about how was that being on two versions for a little bit? How was that for you, Duan? Um, I think what they did was amazing, and I haven't really been on much apps where they've made such a drastic change, and they kind of made everything better from what they originally did, because usually the change is like a feature or two, you know, right. they add one feature or two, but Anchor just completely revamped and re-just did everything, so... <clears throat> yeah, you know, I, I have talked about this in the past, so I don't want to totally rehash it. But what I will say is that um, you can't please everyone. So there are there were some people and still are some people that hate the way the new Anchor app works and, and you know, discoverability and whatnot. But I feel if you was popping, your shit's still going to be popping. People going to find you, you know, all the time they find me. It, it, I think that if anything it's harder on people who probably weren't popping, but they still had a fighting chance. Cause you know, they used a hashtag that people liked or something, but. Oh, the hashtag, you know, I was never even part of that game, 
But yeah, I guess that's true. You know what? I never ever took advantage of smart keywords for any segments or shit. Now I'm calling them segments. I didn't even say waves. Look at that. I'm already trained up. Right. Trained up into new anchor. But I never used any of that in the old one. And I think the one thing that I guess you know what's funny? I'm like I'm like, eh, boo the leaderboard. The leaderboard's kinda weak and, and, and shitty. And the only reason I kind of say that is um, I was wrong. I'll, I'll admit it. I was wrong. Uh, that, that used to be my impression. I got to tell you, uh, the only reason that was is because when I went, you know, back when they were doing the money thing at one point, I, when I went to the leaderboard and I listened to a few of those stations, all I heard on the stations were a lot of, oh, congratulations for making the leaderboard. I'm like, right. what the hell kind of station is this? But today I went there and I listened to some of the stations that are like in the top 10 and they actually had some good content. And one of those people I know for sure because it's um, – Patrick from The Great Everything. So I know he has good context. So I think it's maybe more legit now. Like the leaderboard, you could definitely say, oh, yeah, some of these people that are popular are deserving of it because their content is good. Um, but well, what I would say is like on the old anchor, you could easily creep onto somebody that's popular or whatever and get onto their just, you know, blatantly get onto that whatever they're talking about, you know, like hijack that thread. Right. And, and make a name for yourself in some ways or get some action or get a piece of whatever's going on. And I think the way they have it now where it's actually, you know, this is a platform. It really is a platform. And you have honest to goodness stations here, right, that people could really subscribe to and, you know, listen through the whole way. Oh, man, it is such a good look. I mean, it's more fun. The engagement is there. I think. One thing that I didn't think was going to be as good as it is with the comments, I was like, ah, oh, the comments are bullshit. Right. A, lot of, a, lot of, a lot of good stuff happens in the comments now because it's almost like a direct way to comment on, right, comment on whatever the subject of whatever they're listening to is, you know. And listen, you don't even have to have the host reply. Other people could just come by and do their own comments, you know, either for the host or for the other people talking there. So it's kind of cool little um, – you know, like a hidden feature, I would say. Something that took off in a way that I never thought was going to be as good as it is. But it's freaking great. I was like, wow. This is going to sound controversial for my Anchor One people, but I think the comments is a more effective way of carrying on a conversation than it was with the constant back and forth audio replies. Agreed. Agreed. I mean, unless... I it- think that really bogs down the process because although it is good, that you have audio exchange between people. I feel the way how Anchor is set up now, it's better to have, you know, if you want to call in about something and the person responds to it and you feel like you want to say more, echo it to your station, have whole five minutes there. You could talk about it there. You keep the station moving. You get people talking about a topic and y'all can keep it moving. And see, the thing is with the old Anchor, it was so much bogged down process of people, you know, sending you replies and then they see their friend there. So they're replying to their friend. Yep. So them and their friend got a whole convo. Then another friend come along. They got another friend who really kind of ain't cool with them, but he's trying to get cool with them. So he'll reply. And before you know it, it's you a have mess. your own little chat room. Mm-hmm. It's a, and it's a mess. It's like a total disaster. Like, you can never put one of those things, you can never put one of those segments into what, what is now a, a podcast episode or whatever you want to call it, right? Like, it would just mm-hmm. be a disaster, it, a total unfollowable disaster. Now, listen, some people like it that way. They like it messy. They like it all. And I got to tell you, for the host, 
since they're just doing replies and shit from their notification and not really, uh, this is, at least this is the way I did it. I never went back and re-listened to the whole thread as it went through. I just replied to, you know, whatever notification I would get about somebody replying or whatnot. Right? right. So for me, it was still cool. But damn, if you listen to that shit afterwards, like I could go back to my Anchor One um, uh, archive. Of course, it's only the stuff that I would be talking about. But I'd be like, what the hell is all this stuff? It's like so random. It's almost <laughs> ridiculous. It's yeah. almost ridiculous. So, I, yeah, I, I, think, <clears throat> I think the fact that there's more control and flow it's way better. I mean, people might disagree because they lose some of the nostalgia of just talking to people in that voice yeah. message reply. I dig that. I know. It, but you know what? It's almost, it's almost there with the call-ins that you don't publish. Like, you know what? Who knows what happens in the call-ins that nobody publishes? You know, a lot of, a lot of uh, magic could happen there. Let's just put it that way. Exactly. And <clears throat> I think, you know, like I said, it still kind of goes on on my station sometimes, too. There are culprits who I won't name. But for me, like, I think you should make your point and then you should kind of move on. And if it needs to be further, you feel it should go further. You should make it on your station. Then you got an idea now. So run with it on your station, because I think when you try to call in like 10 different plus call ins, it's kind yeah, it, you know, it's kind of, yeah, I feel like it's, it's not necessary. I feel like it's, you, you should, I don't know. I mean, people could call in how much they want to call in, but for me, I tend to notice that the good conversations are when you have a bunch of people calling in on something and you're responding to that and you're able to kind of just keep it going, you know, like, all right, let's talk about this next topic now. Yes. Um, so, yes. so yeah, the ones that I hear that are often like good, like stations, like Seeking Plum, for example, I would, I would give her a shout out because I like the way how she kind of sets it up and she allows the person plenty of time to talk and she responds and she kind of just moves on to something. I mean, but then again, it's not fair because she's so concise and clear with her ability to talk that a lot of people, you know, they're kind of doing the ums and ands. And ums she's and a standout. Ands. Yeah, she's a superstar. When you, you know what, out of the new people that, that seem to have a unique style, but also just bring it in, in without being presumptuous, because I think some other stations there, you know, you got all that highly produced music and this, that, and the other thing. And mm -hmm. they're ta talking so much garbage. I mean, you know, Seeking Plum gets right to the meat of whatever she's interested about with enthusiasm, um, you know, like a whole, just this, this radical approach of just thinking out what she's, you know, thinking about. And it makes perfect sense. Yeah, I love the way she sets everything up, handles the call-ins, moves on to the next piece, wraps everything around. Yeah, it, 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 you know, I honestly, I'd be stealing from her. Shit. The way she do it, I'm like, mm -hmm. I'm going to do that whole hold, weight lift off thing because I like it. I like it. It's much better sometimes. Um, then with the ums or the pauses or something like that, you know, when you, especially when you're doing a call in, like if you only got a minute, you got to make that minute count. So, right. There, there you go. There you go. You got to do it that way. Also, I wanted to mention that Coffee Black, he's going to, he's going to have an award show. Say what? For the end of the year. So he got best duo uh, station. And we're oh, a nominee, nominee, of course. You know oh, we're going to win that. You know we're going to win that, man. <laughs> that ain't no problem. 
Yo, are you greasing the wheels? Are we? Are we... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm sending a couple of a uh, couple of uh, briefcases to them. But you know what it is, though? It's 90% you, 10% me. It's just the perfect combination. That's what it is. That's what it is. You know it. Yo, man, I can't wait to see that go down. I, I, look, if we have to, you know, we're going to have to just shoot the other ones. Fuck it. <laughs> putting, out, putting out them contracts on people. <clears throat> I like that. I like that, man. You know, that's another station that's doing it. Like, talk about uh, from start to finish. Coffee Black is epic now reggie uncle reg with the with the improv stuff he's doing oh my god i had no yes. idea he was so talented you know i love the improv stuff he's doing yeah i love it so that that's a lot of fun right there man that's you know that's one thing i'm, I'm gonna say this talk about another new year's resolution that i want to get i want to get more playful and you know some acting stuff up on my station myself you know mm -hmm. i want to do some of that stuff because that is there's not enough of it, basically. And, you know, like everybody said, look, if you want to see more of something on Anchor, yeah, well, start doing it, you know. Totally. So I'm going to eat some of my own dog food there, you know. I'm like, you know, fucking barking about shit not being the right way. I'm going to start making stuff at least the way I want to do it. So that's what I'm going I'm to try to do. So Reggie, Uncle Reg, thank you for inspiring the brother. Um, I hope to do you justice and, and I hope to make you proud. That's right. Uncle Reg, we appreciate all the support you give us. Man, it's, uh, it's such a beautiful thing to see that people are enjoying uh, the shows that we put out. Man, puts a smile on my face every time I hear something like that. A little bit of praise. And you know what? It's a lot of bit of praise. These, the, 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 the people that are singing those accolades are, are singing loud and clear. It's, uh, it's actually it's humbling. I got to tell you, Duan, it's really humbling. I totally agree. I totally agree. And um, that's that's what makes this fun to do. You know, talking with my boy ain't nothing better. Just us talking, getting these subjects out, knocking them out. You know, you know, something you know, I just you just came to me right now uh, like a wave, you know, like when your skin crawls with those feelings. I just remember Kevin from, uh, you know, No Malone Station was talking about, you know, reflecting on 2017, 20. No, 27. Yeah. 2017. This past year. <coughs> what happened? Yeah. And I gotta say, the greatest thing that happened, Duan, is for me personally, on a personal level, and, and, and it goes through all places, is the way my friendship with you just grew over this past year, man. Because coming into it, I didn't, I, you know, I, I, I hate to say it, but, you know, Duan, you know, I was just a big fan. I was nothing more than one of your many fans, right? Like, just. Another, you know, name on the carousel sort of thing or, you know, in the call-in section or whatever it was. And 2017, man, we I could really, I could say we became boys this year. And, totally. And it feels so great. Like, that's probably what makes me the proudest and happiest, man. Talk about, like, accomplishments. And, uh, you know, if we could get more friendships the way we got this friendship going in the next year. If I could add one more person, like, the way we added each other. Oh, man, it's going to be another fantastic year, you know? Exactly. And I totally appreciate the love and support you've been giving me, man. Um, like you said, man, 2017 has been such an interesting year. A lot of transition, a lot of things change, but some stuff uh, just got better. So I, I definitely like feel like, you know. The growth. You know, 
the, the growth, boy for life. The boy for life. Exactly, man. The growth. I mean, listen, I was always a fan for life, so I'm glad to have leveled <coughs> up in that sense. You know what I'm saying? And like I said, next year, I wouldn't mind making more friends like this, but hopefully they're going to be some females. I. <laughs> <laughs> it ends with me, huh? <laughs> that's the, too much sausage, Devon. I'm telling you, that's been, the, <laughs> that's been the thing this year. There's too much sausage. I'm playing. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, that's, that's been so great. And I wonder... If anybody else has made it this far, I want to say thank you for listening to us just chat about this past year. Uh, looking forward to, you know, losing some weight in the new year and maybe doing some great things. Hopefully we can do both together. Right. But what I really love to hear is somebody calling in with what their growth factor has been over the last year. What relationships have they built up or even lost? You know, because, you know, for all the great stuff that's happened, we've lost a lot of great friends as well. You know? Yeah. We were let's let's talk about it. Oh, part of that wolf pack. Oh man! And now they're All only right. two, now they're only two, man. They're only two. <clears throat> you know, so um, a, a lot of stuff has changed. You know, for the better or the worse. And look, the the other thing that I would say is, um, I would do it all over again, knowing yeah. exactly what happened because. You gotta, you gotta have challenges, and everybody that wants an easy life, I feel sorry for them because, you know, the challenge, the obstacle, the obstacle in your life is the way, man. It's how you're gonna get to that next level. So don't, don't be upset about it. You know, like I think we all gotta look at meeting challenges head on. You know, um, whatever it might be in the future, no matter how, how, how you feel like you can't do it. Stop thinking about how you can't do it and try to figure out how you can do it. Exactly. Totally agree. You know, um, yeah, man. Uh, a lot of stuff done happened in 2017. All of it is great learning experiences. You mentioned the wolf pack. Um, still cool with people in the wolf pack. You know, some, it just, things kind of just fell through the cracks, but that's that's how it is, man. In the social social app game, it definitely can be a creative differences. You know, sometimes you just are one to do something this way, and another person want to do it that way, and y'all just got to go separate ways. You know? Yeah, and, and I mean, you know, it's not any disrespect. You just don't want to waste their time. Sometimes, you know what? Because everybody has their own path, their own growth experience, and stuff like that. And, as, you know, the one thing that was great about the wolf pack is you love everybody in the wolf. <coughs> uh -huh. Now, just because you don't see those wolves, you know, and they're doing their own things, it's fine. You know, the way I feel about it is that I could be as cool as we were day one, 20 years from now, you know, like, that's just how I am with people. Like, I, I feel like, you know, even though so much time can go by, I will, I, I will be as cool as I ever was with them because... You know, that's what I'm all about, man. It's, 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 it's no, no difference. Ain't no difference. So, you know what? That's, that's how I'm going to live life from now until, well, uh, hopefully for a long time. Let's just put it that way. Exactly. Totally agree with you. I think we covered everything, dog, for that new year. Hopefully everybody enjoyed this particular episode. Yeah, the only thing we need now is the ball, the countdown. The f you know, but hell, we can't match up the times with the countdown. So listen, <laughs> y'all gonna have to get your own countdown. Bring your own champagne. <laughs> right. 
<laughs> and your own money, just make it rain on that new year because that's what we're going to try to do, make it rain for y'all. So with that being said, I think this is a wrap, my good brother. This is another fine episode of Stirring the Pot, episode number nine. Uh, we're, we're making them longer and hopefully better each, each and every other episode. That's right. Uh, happy 2018 to y'all. When you do enjoy that particular 2018, then from Mo Mac and Dewan to stir in the pot, we out. Peace! <laughs>